Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame Podcast. With January right around the corner, we start to look forward to that obviously new fresh year start feeling. Maybe you're getting already a little excited about thinking the prospects of all the new opportunities um, that could come your way in the new year, which I'm also doing a little bit of too. But before we get ahead of ourselves by looking forward, first we need to clean up the aftermath of December to start 2023 off right. Today I'll be going through three things you can do in your business to get organized and sort of return to your um, job or desk in the new year feeling just, you know, 100%. Firstly, I want to talk about your physical space. And yeah, this is probably the most obvious one to get started with and should therefore be probably the easiest place to start. A cluttered workspace is definitely the last thing you're going to want to come back to after the holidays. Trust me, it will muddy that fresh new year feeling that you have pretty quickly. So to prevent this from happening, let's get stuck in tidying. And I don't mean the type of tidying where you just take all your clutter off the desk and shove it into the bottom drawer so it's not visible. I mean a real deep clean, taking everything out of its space, logically categorizing items and finding everything really an appropriate home. And then there are obviously the other things that you'll need to take care of and take some time with, which are like paper, physical folders, notes, invoices, anything that you have um, lying around that is paper. Paper is one of my main sources of clutter. I usually collect practically a forest of trees in my bottom drawer over the year. So I do that typical thing throughout the year by just saying, oh yeah, you know, I'll get round to it. And now for me, it's well and truly time to pay the piper (laughs) and go through each piece of paper. Now, sometimes I get a little scared to throw paper away because I have some sketches. Usually I sometimes write down quick notes or reminders. Um, So I sometimes think, oh, what if I've missed something important that was on it? Um, So if you are or have done the same, I'll um, usually just take a quick little uh, picture of it on my phone, making it easier for me to say adios to it because I have a digital copy. I don't do that with every piece of paper. I only do that with, obviously, a few. So once you've gone through the whole tidying phase, some people obviously like to just leave it there, and that's fine. But for me, I think it's now time to rethink your whole workspace. I know some of you listening may not just have a desk space and may have, I don't know, like a creative studio space or office, maybe something far nicer than what I have which is literally a desk in the corner of my room. Either way it's still important to evaluate what's working and what really isn't working so you can improve just your day-to-day productivity and sort of reduce friction. This actually might include swapping out your swoon-worthy swivel tear for I don't know something with more lumbar support maybe you realize that you don't have very good posture and you'd like to actually sit better at your desk maybe actually introducing one of those grounding mats under your desk if you don't know what a grounding mat is um I heard about it through the minimalist podcast I'm not sure which episode but they do talk about it on there 
and it is very interesting or I think just like you know simply replacing things that are on their last leg so if you're I don't know your computer mouse your wireless computer mouse isn't connecting very quickly or um, your keyboard is slightly dodgy or you spilt something on it and now the R key is stuck or something so just replacing things that are you know a bit um broken or going to be broken very soon i know that currently on my desk i only have three pens and only one of them works so remember to check and replenish all of your supplies because it's actually really annoying every day that i have to test all the pens to remember which one now i remember which one easily but it's one of those things that you think you'll get around to it and you never really do so yeah replenishing all your supplies is a good thing to do as well and take restock on the location of all your tools so I obviously have my podcasting mic headphones and hard drive so I do have a um, drawer full of tech but actually I realized I don't use all of it in that drawer I usually only go for yeah my hard drive every day and once a week my podcasting stuff so maybe I could move the other stuff that's in there um, away because all the leads seem to get tied up and it's really annoying <laughs> to spend loads of time trying to untie everything so just thinking about um, what are the things that you grab for daily and what are the things that you only really occasionally um, grab for to better organize your stuff the last and my favorite part is the finishing touches which is really the best part after you've tidied a space and you can now make it warm and inviting and I love this idea for your workspace because sometimes after the holidays even though we have that fresh new feeling sometimes you don't really want to go back to it or you have to feel a little bit more motivated I usually do anyway because it's January but introducing maybe a nice scented work candle or rug or even bringing the outside in with you know like a low maintenance plant you don't want to add more work to your plate (laughs) Um, but just thinking maybe a few things that you could introduce that are just nice and decorative and to have in your space if you don't organize everything else in your business anything sorry else in your business make sure your workspace does feel special for you to come back to in 2023 I feel like that's like the main one for me so definitely have a little go at it obviously now we go from the physical to the digital I know groans are probably happy now digital is one of the mazes that builds up and creates so much clutter but because it's not physical and we don't really see it every day it sort of gets left or pushed into the corner or maybe we just try and forget about it and the thing is digital files they do make clutter and it is necessary I think in my very honest opinion it is necessary to tidy up I did a super big clear out of all my digital files last year and I have to say I am so glad that I did it. It took me forever. Um, I found out it was just way easier to find everything that I needed. Unfortunately, after four months into this year, it got a little bit messy again. (laughs) As a brand designer, I have realized my digital space gets cluttered pretty quickly and therefore organizing might be something that I need to do a little bit more often than once a year. 
either way, doing it once a year is far better than never doing it. So the areas to digitally think about clearing out, dusting off is the major one. Your inbox, the dreaded inbox. I have probably well into the thousand mark of emails in that. So yeah, that's going to take me a really long time to go through and make sure you're going through them and not just deleting them all because you may have some important emails in there and you can archive them. I also have to organize my files because apparently uh, throughout the year, I name my files very interesting names. Um, and I have a lot of final files <laughs> on my laptop, which aren't final files. So I have to go through those. Clearing out your hard drive. That's another one for me. My hard drive is actually pretty clean because I did try and keep that tidy a little bit more than my laptop files. But backing up things is always a good idea. And maybe actually if you don't need them as much, creating all new file system for 2023. So you're not having to go through all your older files um, to find the newer ones in the new year. And any client management systems that you may be using that have got a little bit messy or out of order, you might want to go into those and just quickly um, clean them up. In life and business, 12 months can go by pretty fast. That's why I do like to take a moment, stop at the end of each year to really look back over and reflect on the last 12 months just to gain a better understanding of events that you and I may have encountered throughout the years, whether they were good or, you know, a bit bad and seeing how we've grown and maybe changed or how our mindset might have changed a little bit. I think there aren't really any specific rules when it comes to reflecting. So I think just do whatever feels right for you or whatever techniques um, that work best for you. I'll probably do a series of journaling exercises and lists. This helps me gain some closure I guess on different areas that have happened in the last year if you're a little unsure about how to journal which I don't I wouldn't say I'm a dedicated journaler but um I have found it really helpful and would recommend listening to Michelle B um the nine easy journaling ideas for change and growth um she's a youtuber definitely go check her out I love all her stuff I don't have um, a structured journaling technique to reflect on my business specifically every year but journaling techniques that I do genuinely like throughout the year and um, especially at the end of the year is um, and have really helped me in the past is locus of control um, start and stop list and the anti-vision the anti-vision is actually a really important one It's basically where you write out a vision of what your life and business will look like in three to five years if you continue to behave um, and if you continue to 
uh, sorry, you continue to do the behaviours that aren't serving you that you know you made last year. So if you know that you were working maybe with Netflix in the background, we've all done it, we've all had friends in the background whilst working occasionally um, and you know you need to really stop doing that or you know that you could have maybe started working a little bit earlier to not have to, I don't know, finish the day so late Um or you have realized that imposter syndrome is very, very real for you and you really need to sort of get a handle on it and maybe sort of um, break down some walls through journaling or whatever it is. The anti-vision is a really good one to do, I think, at the end of the year. So let me have a little sip of my tea now. I think this is the first time that I actually have not paused a recording. So I might have to obviously edit out some bits, but I think I'm doing pretty well this morning. It's actually only 7.30 and um, it's supposed to be going live at 8. So let's see how quickly I can get through this next bit and get it published, uh, well, edited first and then published. Okay, so when reflecting, there should be... I think this element of being honest and open to take more of a observational approach to understanding the habits, mistakes, areas that we need to work on or do differently next year. We can become our harshest critics and reviewing your performance and the things and events that have happened can quickly spiral us into a negative place but remember reflecting shouldn't just become this process of really beating yourself up on everything that you did maybe wrong last year and sort of putting a fine tooth comb through it and yeah just not making it a very enjoyable process I think there's we can learn from the things that we know we shouldn't be doing and stuff but it's about also observing and highlighting the wonderful and positive things you accomplished that you maybe have actually forgotten about or was like oh yeah that was so long ago and that felt really good sort of thing so definitely try and think about all the wonderful and positive things that you're doing and you might be surprised that there are some that you didn't even realize that you were doing that's actually really good for your business So don't remember to give yourself some time to just, you know, also reset (laughs) at the end of the last year and start afresh. I think resetting is also a really um, good thing to do at the end of the year. It sort of puts like an end to the last year and you then you start off fresh again, coming back. So that was just like a quick little tip at the end there. Moving on to my last organisational point is to, you know, just take care of all those little annoying um, things that we usually put off. Some things might be obviously fairly small um, and they might actually, some of them might be, some some might be fun, sorry. Um, Possibly updating your website might be one of them. Take a bit of time, maybe re-evaluating systems in your business that you know needed a bit of a look over and a review sending out all those last invoices anything that you can sort of 
put a fine clothes on in 2022 so that you're all ready for 2023 and you're not thinking about old projects or anything like that. Maybe researching into that helpful productivity app and programs you've seen throughout the year but you just haven't had time to really look into them or investing into a CMS um, system to save time and improve your process with clients. Either way, I think this is a perfect time to solve, fix, research and, you know, implement anything that you need to start the new year off smoother than the last. There is usually a few things that have been bogging us throughout the year. And either way, we just never, I don't know, find, found the time to solve them or it just becomes the norm and we sort of, you know, live with it every day. And I think, well, now is the time if you're a little unsure on how to start on this one. Start off just simply by making a list of things that have been annoying you uh, throughout the year. Um, and then add all the things that have been um, sort of those tasks that you've been putting off in 2022. And that you don't want to have to sort of deal with in the next year. And simply take some time to find solutions that may solve and reduce any of those bugging and friction causing issues before you sit back at your desk in 2023. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and feel a little bit more inspired to start 2023 off with a clean, well-organized and, you know, inviting workspace. Definitely get a candle. I feel like it's such a good idea to get a work candle. <laughs> um, go get some much needed perspective on the last year and come back for a from a well-deserved breast, as well as taking off, you know, all those little annoying bugbears and implementing tools to start off the year smoothly. If you enjoyed this episode, you will actually, I think, really like episode 53, how to deal, um, oh, sorry, <laughs> how to deal with control in unpredictable moments a good one to listen to before the new year I think because I think we always have um ideas on how we're going to start off 2023 and what we're going to accomplish and quickly it can change so that might be a really good one to um understand some techniques on how to yeah um, deal with control and unpredicting moments. I can't believe I've done this whole episode in one big swoop. I am going to have very minimal editing now. So I hope you really enjoyed today's episode and I will be here next week with something to do with goals because I mean everyone's talking about it so why not do one. Anyway see you later. I hope you have a lovely Christmas this weekend and I'll be here next week. Thanks for listening to the Brandmade Podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.